You are listening to audio from the Decidedly Podcast. This episode is a highlight clip from this week's full episode. To listen in on the complete conversation, see the show notes for the link to the complete show. You can help us out by leaving us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. We appreciate every bit of your support. I'm Morgan McKittrick, your producer, and this is Decidedly. What is really cool about behavior analysis, too, is we have specific ways to train people to do things called behavioral skills training. And that that could be a whole topic on itself, too. But basically, it has a few steps that you're doing. You're explaining what needs to be done. You're modeling what needs to be done. Let me show you how to do this. And then you're having them show you in front of your face what is happening, like, show me that you know how to do this real quick. Okay. And then you're giving feedback right there. You're not being like, hey, this is what you need to do, walking away. Maybe if it's an easier task, but if you know this is a complicated task at hand, you want to follow those steps. Now you're giving feedback. Okay. Now let's try that again. I notice that you put this right here. Okay. Now let's change it. Yeah. A lot of times people, when they're particularly training, uh, will skip through critical steps in the process because they don't want to insult the intelligence of the person they're training. Right. Well, I'm going to train you how to, uh, whatever, work in this Excel document. And they'll already have the Excel document open, already have columns filled in, already have rows outlined. And they'll be like, okay, so this is how you do the formulas. Well, how do I open Excel? Yeah. <laughs> Literally, maybe they don't know how to open Excel. And, exactly. and that actually happened. I saw that happen once Yeah, where... Um, you know, I, I didn't think to ask this person that we hired if they had experience in Microsoft office, because I assumed everyone knew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought everyone knew that. But, um, but this, this woman, she was, she was older, didn't grow up with computers like I did, didn't, you know, there was no Excel class in high school yeah. or college for her and then she worked at a company that was old school and did everything on paper like she literally did not know and so um i i saw someone train her and she was lost and she was so timid that she wasn't gonna say i don't know how to do that mm-hmm. and so they left they said all right this is how you do it boom 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 gone leave leave her to do it don't give don't watch her do it they didn't <laughs> watch her do it so they didn't have any opportunity to give her feedback and she sat there frozen couldn't open Excel and didn't know what to do. And so I I try every time I'm I'm training someone to go to lead with this preface of, I might spend time on steps of the process that you are an expert in already. I'm doing that not because I think you don't know how to open Excel or you don't know how to tie your shoes or you don't know how to do this very simple task that is integral to the process. I'm doing it because if at the end of this, you fail to gain the appropriate level of understanding. It's my fault, not your fault. So I have to make sure that you know how to do all of it. And if I am talking about something in depth that you already feel like you've mastered, let me know. And a lot of times what will happen is they'll be, they will, um, for whatever reason, maybe they're anxious. They're thinking about their to-do list, um, outside of this training session. Maybe they are embarrassed that they don't know how to do this you know, they don't know how to open Excel or whatever the simple task is. And they'll say, yeah, 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 I got it. And it's tempting as a leader to be like, oh, okay. And I move on and not give them the opportunity 
to to demonstrate that, yeah. which means I don't have the opportunity to give them feedback. So I go, oh, okay, cool. And then I make them tell me about it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Show me how to do it. Yeah. And sometimes people get frustrated. They're like, look, see, I did it there. And I go, okay, hey, like I said, I'm not, I'm, I, I figured you did know how to do it, but if you did it and I let you go off without knowing how to do it, it's my fault. It's not your fault. And I'm going to be mad at myself. I'm not going to be mad at you. Yeah. And ultimately right? you're creating more work for yourself because you're not going to now yes. have to correct it, teach them again, have them redo their work. Now you lost time. Yeah. I, I learned that from Sean. Like Sean would always ask me um, when I was younger, he would explain something that he wanted me to do and then be like, okay, what did you hear me say? Mm-hmm. And it was always frustrating because it was, this would be like, you know, simple household chores or something. Hey, I'm, I need you to go uh, to Lowe's, pick up some mulch, uh, get the red mulch, not the black mulch. You're going to dump that in the flower beds, spread it around using a spade. Um, and uh, then when you're done, water the plants. Okay, cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got it. And he'd be like, okay, so what you're going to do, you're going to go to the Lowe's that's on the corner of 183 and Bryant Irvin. Okay, it's right there. So it's only a five minute drive. Okay, you're going to get the right. I got it. 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 He'd go, okay, really? What did you hear me say? Mm-hmm. I got you. you I'm going to go to get, get mulch. I'm going to bring it back. I'm going to spread it in the flower beds and water the plants. What color mulch? Well, I said it in the first. <laughs> like, <laughs> I said it. And I was going to reiterate it, but you said you got it all. What color mulch, Sanger? I go, uh, exactly. Okay, so that's why we're doing it in this way. I go, oh, you're right. I, I learned that early on in my career. There was a, uh, I, I went over to this guy's office who was like the top manager in the country. And as I drove over to his office in a different city, and I said, I'm just going to sit with this guy and learn from this guy who's like the best in the country. And so in the first meeting, He's talking to one of uh, his sales guys and he did just that. He said, all right, well, when you talk to this, this client, here's what I want you to say. And the guy's like, okay, good. All right. You know, and this is a, a you know, adult grown person man. <laughs> and so he said, all right, now repeat back to me what I just told you to do. And I'm like, oh, that is so uncomfortable. This guy <laughs> did it. You know, and so afterwards, the guy left. I said, wow, you were a little rough on him. He goes, I wasn't rough on him. I demonstrated what he wanted, what I wanted him to do. I observed him doing it and I confirmed that he could do it. If I didn't do those things, I would have left him untrained and I wouldn't be doing my job. And I learned that like Uh early on. Yeah. I don't confirm it and it's my fault. Yeah. It's not, I can't be upset with someone that I let walk away without a clear understanding. Yeah. And um, I think that's key, right? If it, It's also key, I think, to make sure that that guy knows you're not treating him like a baby. Yeah, you, know? you don't want to be condescending. Right. There's a way to approach it. That's perfect, right. though. And I think you guys are right. That is key because a lot of business owners miss that. They just give people tasks. They don't understand it. Employees frozen. That's also going to lead to high turnover. And you can establish some of that in like what we call baseline, but you can just with questions like, hey, do you know how to open Excel? Okay, awesome. I'm not going to go over that. Hey, do you know this? And so when you're kind of evaluating what these people need compared to what they already know, you're going to kind of see that. And then their job performance is going better. You can reinforce that. They're more likely to understand that. And then that's creating better leaders too, because that you said, hey, Sanger, I learned from Sean, and now you're doing it with your employees. Your employees are learning from you. 
So we're growing more leaders as well. You want people to be successful in the business and take on that leadership role in your business so that next time, hey, Sanger taught me this way. Can you teach this person under you to do it? Yeah. And now they're going to ask, hey, did you understand what I just said? (laughs) And you're like, yeah, this is how you're going to do it. Okay, show me. Awesome. You do know how to do that. Perfect. And then you're just setting up your systems for success. The a couple of years ago, I was I get, gathered my team around. I said, "Okay, listen. We're one thing I realized is our training, our internal training, is not very good. It could be better, and that starts with me. So I'm going to share with y'all how I train y'all, and that way, one is you can hold me to this standard all the time, so that you know that if I don't give you the right training, that you can call me out on it. Yeah." Second is you can train each other and you don't, we're not missing things, right? So here are the steps, right? And the last step is I have you demonstrate to me what you learn, right? So this is a training session where I'm training you on how to train other people. Yeah. We get through it. I demonstrate it. I talk them through each step. I, I give examples. And then at the end, I go like, all right, Morgan, now you try it out what no we don't we got it we everyone nobody wanted to do it i was like that is literally that is the last step is i have to watch you train someone on something so pick something and train them on it uh but and then everybody everybody who who i was who i was observing was like skimming through the process because it was embarrassing right they didn't want to it's like a little bit uncomfortable to go through this patient process but you have to do that in order to make sure that you don't miss something. And I thought like, what better example, right? Of, of we're talking about training and you still don't want to do all the steps. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. And I love how you set up that expectation too. We do that for our kids all the time. Here's our expectation. I think if you model that in front of the employees, this is how I train everyone. Then when you go to Megan and tell her like, hey, we're going to do this. How do we do it? Great. And then you go to Rob. Hey, you're going to do this. Okay. Tell me, show me how you're going to do that. Great. You're setting the same expectation for everyone. So then, like you said, they don't feel like they're being treated like a baby. Thanks for making the great decision to listen in to this week's episode highlight. If you want more of what you just heard, see the show notes for the full episode. As always, for the latest decision-making tips, find us on decidedlypodcast.com or on Instagram at decidedlypodcast. And be sure to sign up for our weekly newsletter from the link in the show notes. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review as well. We read all of your comments, so if you learned some decision-making tips today, let us know. Until next time, this is Decidedly. Insights, advice, and comments provided by Sean Smith, Singer Smith, and speakers identified as part of the Decidedly podcast should not be considered recommendations. Speakers not identified as members of Decidedly are expressing their opinion, and their statements should not be construed as reflecting the views of the Decidedly team. This podcast is produced solely for informational purposes, not personalized advice.